Hey, oozes and bunnies. This is a preview of the most recent party planning, an extra podcast that the Join the Party crew makes for our Patreon. If you want to listen to the whole thing, go to patreon.com slash join the party pod. Check out this preview. Hello there. Ah! I know. I'm sorry. I'm so scary. How how could I uh, do this? It's it's party planning time. It's party planning. Hey, I brought chips. Oh, I got dip. Oh, Eric. oh, oh! I was waiting to be introduced. Oh, I didn't realize you were a guest on this street. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I was. I was. Well, the way that I was going to eventually introduce you, but then Brandon did his own thing. Um, oh, by was... screaming. <laughs> By screaming in the beginning of the podcast, yes. No, by saying he was bringing uh, chips, and then I had to yes end that. Uh, But Julia, if I've watched, if I've participated in any podcast and listened to any podcast, you don't have to. (laughs) You can actually do whatever you want. I feel compelled, Um, but. Eric, it seems like uh, we did a party planning, mm-hmm. and then everyone was mad at us, and then you were like, you know what, next time you guys do that, I have to be there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, welcome? <laughs> well, con- considering... Uh, hey, Brandon, can you... Um, I uh, I left a package for you downstairs. Why don't you go get it? Okay. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. I don't, okay. I don't think well, you're serious. Okay, now that we're alone, Julia, Brandon has mm-hmm. terrible opinions. So I can only imagine that this got pulled in one direction. So, I, yeah, I need to be there to balance it out. Uh, uh, to be quite honest, Eric, um, I feel like I led Brandon to a lot of the conclusions that we ended up making. So perhaps my opinions are also terrible. Yeah, Julia oh, Julia, I ordered a pizza show. to your house. Um, can you go? Can you get that? Yeah, sure. All right. Hey, Brandon, uh, now that we're stomp, alone, stomp, stomp. Brandon, uh-huh. now that we're alone, um, did Julia do this to you? Uh, I mean, like, I let Julia uh, uh, lead the, the charge, um, but I didn't disagree, you know, so. Whoa, there's garlic knots. <laughs> yeah, I got you garlic knots, too. Brandon, what, uh, what's, what's happening here? Well, I was going to uh, write critical Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That was no that notes. was gonna be the thing. Brandon, no notes. Um but then I was thinking maybe it's actually <laughs> critical audience. Mm, I don't know if that fits as well. No, I can read whatever you're doing, I can definitely read it. Mm-hmm. Great. And that's also how you spell audience. So congrats, great job. Hi, Eric. How do you spell audience? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Do I know how to spell audience? I also. I think that might be right. I don't know. Um... <laughs> it sure doesn't look like it's right. Does it? <laughs> it doesn't, but no word looks right when you lo- uh, look at it for that's long true. enough. So. No, that's a good um, point. See, I'm already <laughs> taking the heat off of both of you by doing a spelling thing. So that's uh... going to, people are going to concentrate on how to spell audience instead more than anything else. So we should talk about what we're doing here today, because Eric can have his opinions on all of the normal vanilla-ass D&D classes that we don't have to talk about here today. <laughs> um, but we are all together going to go ahead and rank the amazing classes from Valda's Spire of Secrets. They have 10 new classes that you can check out. 
uh, including three that we are playing in campaign three. But hey, I just I want to go through these and talk about them and how interesting they are and what they add to your campaign besides like vanilla D and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a fun time. So yeah, Fuck, I, I Eric, do you just want to like hot take real quick? Give us your like um, S tier and top S tier, top D tier uh, vanilla D and D classes. Good, that's a good one. Oh sure. Did you not do that before? I did give you. We a did, but oh, okay. for people just as a refresher. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yes. Um, bards are the worst. You're mm-hmm. already doing imagination. Why do you need to be able to be really interesting, uh, mandatorily on a character sheet, interesting? And also, you're good at playing an instrument. We're literally already exper- – we're already playing pretend. Why do you need that as well? Um, and I think that bar. I think that uh, clerics and druids and monks are the best. And fighter is oh. very underrated because – when they were doing the playtesting for 5th edition, whoever they were playtesting with hated martial classes and liked magic classes, which is why magic's OP and martial classes are, are boring. I don't think boring. we were actually that off then. Were we? Oh, I yeah. ran out of undoes. I, I definitely put those in. There we go. Here, I was trying to pull um, them back up. Oh, yes. oh, nice. Yeah, this was what our, our rankings were, Eric, just so you can take a look and see yeah, kind of where we Yeah, this is Druid, I think, them. right? No, that's sorcerer, oh, sorcerer. baby. Dru- sorcerer, oh, sure. Druid was the one that I disagree with Ju- on Julia with. That was the only one. My complaint is I always forget to wild shape, and that's like a me problem. But it's my ranking, so I can decide where I put that. Yeah, but <laughs> for sure. Fighter. Who is so a wizard, and what's the second one? Witch. Uh, uh, witch. Because so, we did, for Valdas, we put within the vanilla D&D classes the three that we've played yeah. for Oh, Valdas sure, sure, sure. And ranked those uh, in the mix there. Well, interesting. Well, the, it's really interesting that we brought this up, because this is my question. When you three... So also, please answer for Amanda as well. Uh, when you were choosing this, what were you looking for that vanilla D&D couldn't give you? Because I think that that's what I was trying to look at Valdas as, is like, what problem is each one of these classes trying to solve? I think for me, for the witch, I was looking for something that was doing something different with magic and i like the flavor of the witch in valda's in particular like it being like a curse situation but not necessarily like a bad thing so for you know cami in particular cami's uh subclass is very much as a t-witch like uh, all about debuffs, but also buffs. And I thought that was like a way more interesting way to play than like cleric or wizard. Like those seemed like the two options that I would have been stuck in between yeah. and it, which kind of solved that problem of the type of character that I wanted to play. For me, the problem I'm trying to solve is that real life ain't got no magic and fantasy life got that magic. Oh, mm-hmm. So would you like a mandatory plus five charisma? I would love that. No, but like I can be charismatic in real life if I wanted to. Well, maybe not me, but like, you know, the general you, general, <laughs> no, the royal this me. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Of why I don't, want, don't know why people play bards. Right. Yes. So, so bards low. Fighter, there are people who are good fighters in real life. Boring. Um, oh. Uh, you know, gunslingers, I'm never going to have a gun. Uh, but some people do have guns. That's but, like, true. Some you people do have guns. You can't be. You can't be a monk. That's not a real like a fighting monk. That's not a real thing. 
You can't be a barbarian. That's I not mean, a real pe- thing. People have martial arts abilities. That's like basically what a monk is minus the key point magic stuff. Mm, yeah, you're right. But look, you can't be a sorcerer or a witch or a wizard in real life. Mm. You know, you can't that's be a cute true. little that's ghost, true. pastel ghost. I think so. That's why did you go too. for Mad Bomber then, bro? <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. Valdas then. Let's do let's do Valdas okay. because cool. I'm. It's interesting looking at this from for me from like a game creator, a game designer perspective. Is like what was Mage Hand Mike and the Mage Hand Press team trying to solve by making these classes? And then it's like I think that on top of how are we going to have a good time is kind of like where I looked at where I ended up looking at these classes. Great. Um. I think our best course of action, similar how we did last episode, is just like going through the different classes and and starting from alphabetical order. There are ten new classes in Valda's Fire of Secrets, and uh, we can just start with uh, Numero Uno, which is the Alchemist class. Oh, we did that one last time too. So. I know, but we could do it again. Oh no, sorry, I wasn't correcting you. I was oh. saying uh, <laughs> we we me and you already ranked it, so I'm curious to see what yes. Eric's. But I think that the ranking might be different among. Just Valdas yeah, as opposed exactly. to within mm-hmm. vanilla D and D. Let me make a little Valdas thing. Go ahead, keep keep. Eric, what do you think? I, well, let's let's talk a little bit about the alchemist because oh, yeah, that's course. just like just what the vibe is. It's basically like you know, it's Valdas' answer to the artificer. I feel like in some ways, especially yeah. the like uh, potion making artificer. A hundred percent. This is the yeah. better art. This is a, the better artificer instead. Yes. Um, and like, here's the thing. The artificer is complicated in, and really feel like it was slapdash being like, I don't know. You figure it out. Like it didn't feel balanced mm-hmm. in actual, in the actual, like vanilla Dungeons the dragon stuff. So I think it's effective in terms of like applying potions, making potions, using that stuff. I think this one really comes down to subclasses. Like Yes, so let's talk about those. So yeah. you have the uh the amorist who is someone who brews love potions and uh, does mind-affecting alchemy. You have the apothecary, who are the healers and the herbalists. The dynamo engineer, which casts spells by preparing them in devices known as spell dynamos. The mad bomber, which we're all very familiar with at this point. Why, what does it uh, do? What does it, um, it do? Uh, pyromaniacs who fashion particularly <laughs> devastating bombs. On these. Same, same. You have the uh, mutagenist, who transmutes their body with experimental injected mutagens. The ooze rancher, who breeds and commands a manner all manner of oozes and slimes the veno smith who is a poison expert and assassin and then the xeno alchemist who modifies their body and the body of others with monster surgery monster i want to give a special shout out to the xeno alchemist because there is an entire appendix just for the xeno alchemist shout out to appendix c yeah we love it we love to see it um, I I also like if I was gonna pick I like to like talk about like what subclass I would pick if I was oh, gonna please. play this character. I really like either the mutagenist or the xeno alchemist. I think they both have like kind of really interesting uh, vibes there. Mm. But I also just love the idea of the ooze rancher. It's mm-hmm, so fucking mm-hmm. cute. Like imagine just being a little farmer, but your farm is full of like giant like uh, oozes and uh, slimes and whatnot. Julia, it's you great. can do that. It's a video game, baby. There's a game. Slime yeah. Rancher. It's Monster Rancher. Whatever it's baby. called. 
But yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that was uh, uh, one of the ones I seriously looked at because it was so funny and fun. Yeah. I think it's just vibes-based, though. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like each one of these subclasses really leans into one element of the um, the alchemist. Because, like, you know, Mad Bomber is pretty much just bombs forward. Like, the the Xeno alchemist is not, re- is not really as much about the other stuff. It's about grafting monster parts on top of you. Like, the Venom Smith is you make poisonous potions, and then the other stuff is kind of, like, put into a box. So mm-hmm. I would say that, like, I'm feeling about it at a B because some of these subclasses I think are really great and other of them I think are more just, like, gestures to doing something that could be less – that would certainly be less effective. I was going to yes, actually – I think that – Sorry, go ahead, Julia. No, go ahead. I was going to say Brandon. the exact same thing. I think it's firmly, decidedly average. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, this is the best part about, like, a class that has really good subclasses is it can be as specified as you want your character to be. And, like, I think oftentimes when I think of clerics, and I really like clerics, like, for example, um, the domain that you end up picking for a cleric is just vibes and you don't get a lot of benefits from – you don't get too many benefits from picking that subclass. 100%. But – this is way more like you pick that subclass and it provides a lot of really interesting stuff because you've chosen that speciality. I feel the same way about the fighter. I think that there's a lot of... <laughs> Hold on, Brandon. It's putting a mini mouse, yeah. mini mouse here on his ghost. Um, I think it feels similarly about the fighter. Like the fighter as a class is meh, but I think the subclasses can be tight as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for str- sure. Strong, strong B, and I think it goes up or down one depending on what subclass, what subclass you choose. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that I feel uh, solid about. Thank you for getting us through the alchemist quickly. Yeah. Uh, next up is the captain. <laughs> that was great. My favorite part was the accent work. If you like that, you got to hear the rest of party planning by joining the Patreon at patreon.com/slash. Join the party pod.